Great. So, uh, I guess we can start by, uh, you know, introducing yourself. Like, what kind of art do you do? Uh, my name is Reggie Linsow. I am a nature photographer. That's pretty much it. Pretty much it. How did you? How did you get? How did you get started with uh, photography? How did I get started? Um, I don't know. You know, my uh, I've been on trips to Europe with my parents when I was little, probably you know, like 11, 12 years old, and they had cameras. They've always been into it, and I kind of followed along. My dad's been a big influence in terms of my work. Um, something that he's always told me is that, you know, um, when you're taking a journey, you got to look around every once in a while, because it's not the destination. It's actually the journey that's important and how you get there. And I've always, I've always thought about, he, he died a handful of years ago, but I've always thought about that. And he's, that he was always right that you know it's always not about where you're going it's how you get there what's around you what you see and all that kind of stuff so that's always been a big influence on me um but you know the traveling thing always was something that you know was a part of why i uh i kind of gravitated towards photography um so i did it then I, I traveled abroad when i was in college for six months and this is well before the age of digital so i was developing film <laughs> And uh, it was, you know, it was it was pricey, but I enjoyed doing it because it was things that you couldn't see here in Rhode Island. I've been, lived in Rhode Island my whole life other than going to college. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of the long, the short of it. So it's, it's been about travel and, and, and just seeing different things. Is there is there a reason why you got into like nature as opposed to, you know, other types of photography? I, I kind of, you know, when um, when I met my wife. She lived where I live now in Smithfield. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, for dates, we just go around town. And there are a lot of, like, little natural spots around town that are really cool. And I didn't, I've never really gone to parks like that. But we'd go and we'd hang out and have fun. And, and I always liked the to get away. Like, I don't know if you've looked at my photography, but there are no people in any of the photos. Yeah, I've seen a bit. I've seen a bit. It's very... It's very, there's no people. <laughs> there are no, no people, people right? <laughs> so it's not, I, I do that by choice because I don't want to, I don't know, it's like a different world. It, it, it's funny to me that here in Smithfield, small town in Rhode Island, right? Everyone thinks Rhode Island, they're always gravitating towards the ocean, the ocean mm -hmm. state, everything's the ocean. Yeah. But yet here in like Smithfield, we don't have oceans, we have ponds, lakes, stuff like that. And there's a lot to see. There's, it's, I think a lot of, I mean, I shouldn't say that, but I feel like people take it for granted that there are really cool things to see if you just kind of look around. And a lot of my, my uh, projects, if you want to call them that, are, are the season, the entire season, fall. So I'll go out for every day of the fall, 2001. I went out every single day, made time. This is the hardest part, making the time and dedicating yourself to doing it. But I did it, and every time I went out, I found something interesting to look at and shoot. And it was it was my time to get away from whatever was happening because the world's crazy right now, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was thirty minutes to an hour to get away. Um, it allowed me to kind of clear my head and look around and focus on things that weren't politics or coronavirus or anything else, um, and just really look around and see. And and it's amazing the things that you can see when. There's no one around, no distractions, and you're just focused on that one thing for, honestly, it's, this year it might have been a little, little like more like 30 to 40 minutes, maybe 50 minutes. On the weekends, it might be an hour, hour and a half. It's not a lot of time, 
but making that time when you have a busy schedule is hard, but I, I did it. I mean, I got up extra early every day. I still do it um, just to make time to go look around and see what was happening. Cause I, I do feel like people, they don't look around enough. They don't look at the sky. They don't look at what's happening right in front of them. Cause everyone's so busy doing everything that it's mm -hmm. hard to really make time for yourself and just look around. Is, do you find that there's anything particularly in nature that you're drawn to or like, like some people, for some people it's like flowers? No, nah, well, for me, it's, it's texture, uh, color. It's not any one particular thing. It's more like a texture. I mean, I like to look at things and say, look at all that texture or that if obviously color is a big thing in every form of photography, but in nature, yeah. You know, in the winter, it's the, the palette's way different than what it is in the fall. The fall is very bright and colorful, and then it slowly mutes as the season goes on. Um, spring and well, summer is very just green, blue. So I always look for those kinds of things and how they relate. It, it's 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 the, the whole project of doing a month or three months in a row. It's so interesting because you go out there and you, you start noticing little things here and there, like the way the, ch the color changes or, mm. you know, I track temperatures and like how many people I see on the trails, how many oh. like dogs I meet, just because it's interesting to me to most people that I meet out there are walking their dog. Most 90% uh, of the people are walking the dog. That's mm. just about it. They're, people are just walking their dog, trying to get some exercise for the dog. And there aren't like a lot of people just out there just looking around. I, I don't meet many people doing that. There's one guy that I met at Maori. I met him in the, I think it was the spring. I must've met him once every week. I just bump into him randomly and he'd scare the hell out of me because I'd be taking photographs. Like it's very quiet and I'm like focused on one thing. And then out of the corner of my eye, I'd see some guy like just waiting to go around me. And it, it's like freaked me out, but I'd see that one guy, he lived locally and he'd walk the trails every day. And I was like, that would be awesome. I would love to live on one of these nature reserves and just have time every day to just walk these things. It'd be great. But yeah, it's, it's you know, I think there's a lot to it. I mean, I, I think about it a lot. I mean, obviously walking around, I think about yeah. what I'm seeing and, and how things relate. Like I said, the temperatures, I watch the tag graph the temperatures, I graph like where I am and all these things. And I figure out which lots are most popular for me where I really enjoy uh, making photographs and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if this is answering your question anyway. That's fine. We got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so has, for you, has, has like photography always been like, like a hobby or, or, or what, what's like the timeline like from. Oh God. Yeah, well, I mean, we got time. I'm curious. Yeah, no. Um, what is the timeline? Like, when did you start first, like, taking photos? Or... Like I said, I mean, I was a kid. I was 11 or 12. I'm 46 now. Mm -hmm. So when I was 11 or 12, I had a point-and-shoot camera, a film camera that my parents gave me. And that was cool. And then I went away to Europe, and I took a lot of photos out there. Um, I met my wife, and, and she actually, her family lived up in Chirpatrick. And, and this is part of it, too, is that it's all... I, I was never, I never had a degree in photography. Everything I just kind of experiment. There's a lot of experimentation. And yeah. it, when it moved to digital, it was huge. Cause I, I wasn't gonna go develop rolls and rolls of film and experiment with that. Once I got a digital camera, I was messing with white balance, like a lot. 
the shutter speed just to see like what a long exposure would look. I remember my buddy, we were taking pictures of a, a saxophone. My buddy had a saxophone. We were taking pictures of it. And we had just gotten these new fancy digital cameras. And I, I was like at like three or four second exposure. And my buddy was like, that's going to look terrible. I'm like, maybe it won't. I took a picture, moved the camera. I mean, it was all very experimental. And, you know, that's kind of been my thing the whole time. I, you know, my, I, I've done um, infrared photography, highly experimental. I, I don't fully understand how that all works exactly. I have a filter. I put it on there. The exposure goes up by like 10 seconds. And I just pointed at stuff. I didn't know what would react, what would look cool. So I've done a lot of experimentation with that. I mean, um, if you've seen on my site, the sun printing, highly experimental. No idea what I'm doing. Just kind of taking some stuff and trying it out here and there. I mean, that's ultimately, I don't necessarily think that's what I want to promote. I told, actually told uh, Maggie that I might want to offer some of those products, but I, I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm just going to stick to just the photography at this point because um, I think that's really what I'm passionate about. But there is, even in the photography, it's all experimentation. I mean, I, I'll... I think on average, I, I took um, like 80 or 90 photos every day I went out, which is a lot. I mean, I, I experiment with everything. I, I just don't know what's going to work. And with digital, I can kind of just try stuff and see what happens, you know? So that's a huge part of it for me. Uh, uh, when did, uh, like, when were, where were you, or when were you, when like digital cameras were like introduced and you had, you had this? Uh, it's probably around 2000, I think. Mm. Like I, I, my real day job is I'm a web designer and photography has always been a big part of that because we'd ask customers for photographs of themselves or their products or whatever. And they'd be like, yeah, here's a shoebox from 1986. And is that work? We say, no, that's no good. And so we started investing in, you know, camera gear. We actually, one of our clients, our first clients was a, a photographer in Boston. And he sold us our, our first lighting rig and, and a camera and all this stuff. So it's probably around, two, I think we started the company in 99. So like 2000, 2001, somewhere in that vicinity is when digital, it was expensive and it wasn't as widespread obviously as it is now, but mm -hmm. it was, it was, it, it was starting to mature a little bit and that's when we really got into it. So probably in 2000, 2001. Um, so that's wow, 22 years of like shooting digital, which is a lot, um, awesome. but I wouldn't say that I've mastered it in any way. I think, you know, the gear that I have is modest. I mean, my camera is probably 10 years old, but I don't think any of that really matters. I think, you know, you got to have an eye for stuff, be able to see it, get up. The hardest part is getting up and getting out. That's the hardest part. I mean, right now I took the winter off. Last year I shot the winter and it was awesome. Oh my God. Oh, probably, awesome. okay. probably the I, you know, I look at it now and people love the images. It's great. I ventured my photos in a couple of contests and people love them, but I just can't do it. It's like getting up early, dealing with the cold. It just is no fun, mm -hmm. but getting up and getting out, getting out and doing it is the hardest part. But once you do that, I mean, if you can see things in a certain, I, I think that I see things in a different way. Um, I think. I have dedication to get out. That's number one. And number two, I think I just see things differently. And and I really love when people feel the same way. They, they see it and they say, wow, that's really cool. It's hard for me to really pick out something that, like my favorite shots. I actually created an album on my site just recently when I, when I was talking to Maggie. Because mm -hmm. I was trying to show her some things that I like. But it was so hard for me to pick out my favorite shots. Because they're all kind of, I like them all. I mean, they're yeah. all kind of. 
good in their own little way. You know, some of them are a little better than others, but I don't know. It's hard. It's it's really hard to just to really figure out what what is the best of the best for me because I like them all and they're all a little different. You know. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm curious, like, you know, like what kind of obstacles you might have faced um, throughout your time like taking photos you mentioned like you know getting up and getting out or has it been like relatively like, or has that been just like the biggest thing for you well i mean personally i think part of the problem is that i, I don't <laughs> this sounds dumb but i i don't necessarily feel comfortable sharing my stuff all the time mm-hmm. um I, obviously there's a fear of rejection but uh, you know i don't sometimes i look at something and i'm like that's awesome and then people don't react. And then they look at some other picture that I'm like, that's just okay. They're like, that is awesome. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, it's hard for me, you know? And I'm sure that's something that most artists struggle with is like figuring out figuring out what they want. I guess ultimately what I need to do is figure out what I want to do. And if you're along for the ride, then fantastic. If you're not, then that's fine too. You know, I can't please everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a fear for me of, of, of sharing um and 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 feeling comfortable that you know this is a reflection of who i am and and people feeling comfortable with that okay okay have you ever had to like ever had to like deal with like you know that stereotype of like oh the struggling artist or whatever no not really i mean i i don't luckily at this point i don't rely on sales it's not like it's not the did you ever rely on sales or was it did i ever no it's just always like a side thing. Luckily, it is kind of a side thing, but I'm trying to make it more than that. You know, mm. I think that what's interesting, this is kind of interesting, is that I went to school for business. I went to Babson College in uh, in Wellesley. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I went there going into it thinking, I'm going to become an accountant, right? So first year is is all very like intro classes, like science. I think I'm going to take the science, math, all this basic stuff. And then the second year is when you kind of like declare your major. And I was like, I want to be an accountant major. After like the first accounting class, like the midway point, I had no idea what I was doing. I was clueless, absolutely clueless, right? So I'm like, this ain't good. So I, what did I do? I, I decided my junior year, I, I think I kind of stuck to it a little bit, but my junior year, I decided to travel abroad. So that's when I went, I lived in Monaco, I went to France, I, I traveled all over Southern France and, and Italy and all this stuff. And I think maybe before that I declared as a marketing major, because I've always liked the creative side of things of, mm-hmm. you know, advertising and marketing and that kind of thing. So I, I changed my major, then I went away. And I was like, this is awesome. But there's always this stigma of like, people who like my finance major friends, they were like, you got no work to do. You're like, you know, you're not busy. You're, they, they thought that marketing was the worst thing ever. And I was like, dude, well, that's just what I am. I'm a creative person. I need to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was hard for me there, but you know, whatever. People are going to choose their own paths. But I, I found that, you know, back then, before I decided marketing was the way to go, I thought, you know, I, I'd look at all these magazines because it's a business school. There's like Inc. and Fortune, all these business yeah. magazines. And I'd leaf through them and I'd be like, dude, I don't want to be that guy in a suit. I don't want to be that guy in a suit. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be these guys. It was, I, it was kind of like mind blowing, but I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> so marketing, going down the marketing road was like, I didn't want to transfer because that was, would be messy. And so I figured, all right, let's go marketing because I, I do have an interest in it. 
and it kind of worked out for me. So I guess my point is, is that the starving artist, it's like, I could see that artists may not make as much money as someone who worked in finance, but it, it's not that important to me, my whole mindset. Like when I was in high school, this is terrible, but I said, I thought to myself, I want to be Donald Trump. I want to make millions of dollars. And that's all that matters. I'm going to go to business school, you know, now it's like, I don't want any of that. Like I, it's, I guess I, I, it's maybe maturing or I don't know what it is, but I, I it's, it's family, it's friends, it's, it's experiences. It has nothing to do with possessions. I mean, I have all this junk. You see it all behind me. I guess it's kind of cool, but I mean, it's more uh, everything that I, anyone who asked me what I want for Christmas or any birthday or whatever, I want experiences. That's what I want. I don't want stuff. So as an artist, maybe not to say that starving sucks, but maybe money isn't everything for them yeah. or for me. It's, it's about experiences. It's about experiencing nature, you know, look, getting out, making time to go find stuff that no one sees or no one has the time to see and sharing it with them in this photograph. That's, that's definitely part of it. So I can't really speak to being a starving artist yeah, per se, yeah. but I, I, I can understand why the starving art, the idea of being a starving artist persists because artists don't see the world the same way. They don't, money is not everything to them or to me. So that's a fair point. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, do you have a sort of like, I guess it's different for you. I was going to like about, I was going to ask about like your workspace, but um, I mean, you don't need a process film now. You kind of just take the photos. No, no, that's true. But pandemic, this is my, uh, my home office, right? Uh, Before the pandemic, I would just stack stuff in here. It would just be like, oh, the taxes, oh, this mail, all this garbage. We just get stacked all around here. Now it really functions as my home office. Mm. I, I work from here from my day job, but photography wise, this is like, my battle station yeah i've got light room i've got everything i need set up here so usually this light is not on it's a little dimmer you know because i want the the screens to really shine yeah um there's always music playing always if not music it's some youtube something youtube what kind is of music are you into? anything i mean i'm talking except for country music i can't i can't <laughs> get down with country music at all which is a thing but um any music or YouTube. YouTube has been so big during the pandemic. It's crazy. Like I, I, I knew of YouTube, you know, like casually I'd watch a video here and there. Yeah. Now I'm like going there first. Of course. I've watched so many concerts and like DJs and just stuff like it. it it's, it's kind of crazy. And then I'm just recently starting to watch YouTube videos about people that travel the world because I can't go anywhere, you know? Mm people traveling all over Europe or Africa or wherever. I'm like, this is amazing. Cause yeah. I've always loved that side of it, of life, but I, I couldn't do it cause my family or my commitments to the business or whatever. So now I just kind of live vicariously through that. Maybe next year, maybe that'll be the year I can get out there. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So for you, you kind of just, you do like image, do you, you do like image editing, right? Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, a, a tiny bit. The, the Photoshop and you know, Lightroom have become very powerful. I used to do very minimal adjustments to my photography, but now I think the tools have become so powerful that I can make subtle adjustments um, without really affecting the over. That you know, uh, obviously, I'm chasing a vision that I had while I was there. So if I don't get it, 
I can tweak things very slightly. I don't like the over the top processing, yeah, you know, digital editing. It, it kind of bothers me. Um, I, I think that, you know, the natural world is imperfect and that's just what you get. And I, I'm not going to try and correct every little thing that's out of place because yeah. I'm perfect. Nothing's perfect in this world. And if you were to find something perfect, I, I don't even know that's it. Nothing is perfect to me. Nothing. So I'm okay with that. I, I think I've come to terms with that, that nothing's perfect. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't try and edit things to the point where, you know, it just doesn't look real anymore. So. Mm -hmm. uh, I was also going to ask, like, do you have, so when you go and get your, um, your shots, do you like have a specific place in mind or are you just like, Oh, I want to go to, yeah. Do you have a specific place in mind? Do you plan things or is it just whatever you're feeling? Well, I found that I think there are like seven or eight places in Smithfield. I mean, this is like 10 minutes away. I am a Rhode Islander through and through. I will not drive like half an hour to get anywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. So typically I'll go within Smithfield, six or seven places. Um, where I go depends on the conditions there. Like I went to one place uh, over the fall. There was, I could see fog out of my window. So I said to my wife, I'm like, babe, I got to go, right? So I, I get out there. The first location I went to, I found another. I never see photographers in it, ever. They're never out there. Right? I'm, I could count on my one hand how many times I've seen a photographer in the fall. Mm -hmm. So I get out there. This place I think is going to be awesome because of the fog. And there's a photographer there and there's no fog. And I'm like, so I get out there. I'm like, maybe it's not meant to be. I'm taking some shots. I talked to the guy. He's like, it was so foggy up the road. I go, yeah. So I relocate to another spot and it is just packed, socked in, like just dense fog. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it was like a stone's throw from the first location. Mm -hmm. So it's really tricky, the conditions. That's why, you know, when I track what I do every day, I kind of make note of the conditions and the temperatures so that I know, you know, I'm, I'm trying to understand, you know, the, not only the, the weather, but the, the topography so that I can kind of know where to go and be in the right places use what I've used learned in the past to kind of know and predict where I can get the best photos. So are these places like little parks or are they just like, they're just little parks. People, like I said, it's mostly people walking their dog. Mm. Um, there's, you know, the town of Smithfield has a site where I think I found most of them through the town of Smithfield's website where they're just little parks with little streams running through them. They're kind of nice in the falls, mm. all seasons, but uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's kind of cool that the town has all these places. Um, I actually just went to a, uh, a meeting I, on one of the trails. I met a guy who worked for the, or was volunteering for the Smithfield um, conservation committee. Mm. He, he invited me to one of their meetings and they are talking about all the things that they're trying to, they, they wanted to promote to get more people to explore these trails. Mm -hmm. And I found online that, you know, I posted a picture of a waterfall that I took here in Smithfield. And I posted it online and someone asked me immediately, where is this? And then another guy from Smithfield who I didn't know was like, don't tell them because they will ruin this place. They'll, everyone will park because the parking lot's like four or five cars. It's not very big. Mm -hmm. And the guy was like, don't tell them they're going to ruin it, blah, blah, blah. So when I went to the conservation committee, I told them about this and they're like, well, we really just want to promote this to people in the town of Smithfield. And I go, well, I mean, I hate to tell you this, but if people look around, they're going to find it. If they go to my website, they'll find it. If they, you know what I mean? The, the, people are going to find out about it. There's no way that you can keep this hidden. 
but I understand the, the 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 desire to keep it somewhat, you know, just in the town. Yeah. But I don't know if that's possible. I mean, realistically, on the weekends, these places may get a little busier because people have time. But during the week, there's nobody there. There's mm. people walking their dog, and that is it. So, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I choose the places that I go. It's it's actually very convenient that they're all located around me. Mm. What would you say is like? like the ultimate goal of like your work or like, what do you want your work to like? That's a good question. Mean to the audience or, so, or yeah. Well, like I said, I, 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 I kind of feel like this is what my vision is. And this is what I like to see. If you like it, then great. You know what I mean? Like I, I want, I love it when I can, when I can connect with somebody on that level, they, they see what I see in a way. It's never exact. The, the vision doesn't, line up exactly every single time but when they have a feeling like the feeling that i had when i take the photo i think that's great it, it we're able to relate on a different level um i, I don't it's hard to explain it really is it, it, i'm sure it's the same for a lot of different artists you know you paint a picture and someone says i like that picture is that is that relating on the same level probably i guess so i, I don't know it's hard to explain it, it really is Ultimately, though, I think that, you know, I want people to enjoy the work, understand, like I said, that Rhode Island is not just the ocean. There's way more. I mean, the woods, I don't, I don't think I've taken a photo at the ocean this year. Maybe I have. I probably have. In quarantine, we probably went down to the ocean. But I don't post that stuff. It's more about what's happening in the woods. I mean, for me, it's all about the woods. Do you have any, like, ideas of like what you want your ne next like next steps to be or do you want to just keep you know exploring uh, a good question yeah i was thinking about that i was thinking you probably should get outside of smithfield mm -hmm. i've shot in places around like here but it's so easy just to go like five minutes down the road you know i used to shoot at lincoln woods all these places like north smithfield has a bunch of places all these places there's so many more places in rhode island and I feel like I should go investigate. I just don't have the time. It's more, it's more convenient to stay local. Um, but I do feel like one thing that I do want to do is, so I've been shooting all these places during each of the seasons, and I've never strung together an entire year. That's it, right? That'd be really cool. 365 days is a lot, and I that's a I, lot of days. <laughs> I could have done it. I, I think I did. See, the thing is, summer is so hard because it's hot. And I hate oh, that. Oh, yeah. And the bugs, hot it's bugs, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, fall's cool. easy. It's cool. Winter's a little too cold. Spring's easy. So spring and fall, I'm good. I can do that all the time. Summer and winter are going to be hard. But eventually, I'll get there and do that the entire year. I think I could do it. But, but what I was going to say is that I'd like to see if I could shoot, like, similar scenes through all four years. I mean, all, all four seasons, so that you can see, like, what this scene looked like in winter, what it looked like in the summer, you know, so you get an idea of what, I guess, what the seasons look like. And, and, and then the other thing that I was thinking about, too, is that I, I'm so locked into this whole, like, 90-day, this is the season, mm -hmm. but I was thinking the other day that it, every, like, the day, the last day of fall came, and then it was the first day of winter, and it was really just a continuation of the fall there was no if we don't define the seasons uh, mm -hmm. i don't know it's, it's hard to explain but no, I don't know what you mean. I don't know. it's it's just a continuation of time and i'm looking at it on these certain days 
and I, I don't know. It, it's it's very odd. Like the things things change every day, every minute, and I will never see the same scene twice, which is interesting to me. Yeah. So it's an opportunity for me to still get out there and look at the same scenes again and again because they'll never be exactly the same as what they were. They may be better, they may be worse. Who knows? But it won't be the same. Um, and I, I, I just don't, I, I guess it's always chasing and finding, trying to find that scene that is beautiful and, and makes people feel something um, because it'll always be there. There's always something there. There's always something out there that I can look at and say, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, it's yeah. never perfect. Like I said, never perfect, but it's still, it's still interesting and, and, and makes people feel something. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, that's all the questions I had. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I don't. I hope you can put something interesting together, Justin. I don't know. Uh... No, I think I can. You got. You gave me a lot. You gave me a lot. I might have to. I might. Yeah. Hey, I mean, use your artistic judgment. You know, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Do I get to look at this thing before it goes live? Yeah. So sure. let me stop the recording. So.